Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the water cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. My name is Ryan Saba, the most electrifying, electrifying voice in sports information. And with me as always. Hey, hey, it's me. It's me. It's Lukey C, a.k.a. the cookie monster today. Thanks to my son, Rory. Uh, what are we talking about today, Captain Cleveland? Shout, shout out to uh, Rory. He's about to be a big brother real soon. So shout out to him. I know he's going to be the best big brother out there. So we're all excited for that. Um, so today we are going to do our second annual, our uh, 2020 quarterback ranking. Our quarterback power ranking. Uh, last year, you know, we had a lot of fun with this list. Um, it was one of our best debate. shows. It was one of our best shows. I felt like it was one of our best shows. Yeah. I, I mean, look, they're all good. I don't – I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little biased. They're, they're all certainly good. I think that this was one where – you know, this kind of takes and, and, and this kind of takes stats out of it, right? Like, obviously, past performance is an indicator when we talk about these quarterback rankings. But this is really a quarterback ranking for the upcom- upcoming season, right? It's a snapshot of the 2020 season. So this is really more of a gut feeling that, that you and I have of what their performance is going to be next year. And and it doesn't necessarily fully take into consideration past performance. I mean, it it certainly does a little bit. It creates some past performance, creates biases for us and things like that. But, um, you know, I I think that this – the reason why this is so good is because it's so subjective and it creates so much debate. I would like to do this power ranking in other places – we got to figure out a good platform for that. You know, different sports. I don't, I don't know what we do. I, I Are like you suggesting that we embrace debate? We, uh, look, our lists were a lot closer last year than I think we expected them to be. And I, I think that they're going to be even closer maybe this year. We'll see. I'm sure there's a few different differences. A few differences. A few different differences. Um, you know, I, the one thing I do want to say before we get rolling on this is, you know, I talked – last year about ranking quarterbacks you know being so difficult because of the situation where you know you have this mix of all these hall of these aging hall of fame quarterbacks that are still performing well into their 40s and a and a group of you know rising stars next generation guys kind of kind of coming together at the same time um we saw some guys last year improve we saw some guys drop off so, you know, I think we'll get into that. So let's, let's start with the bad. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, actually, yes, let's start with the bad. All okay. right, we'll, do, we'll talk about the bad stuff and then we'll go right into tier one, okay? So who fell out, who fell off your board entirely from last year? 
Well, I mean, obviously guys that aren't going to start. I mean. Sure, let's talk shit about them. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, there's not a whole lot of shit to talk. I mean, it's the same guy that we had ranked 32nd last year. You know, Eli, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he fell right out. And, and I kind of did this a similar way that we did it uh, last year where I went by the 32 guys that are projected to start. Yeah. Um, and like you said, kind of how we pro- kind of how I project them to go going forward. So, yeah, I did take statistics and past performance into it a little bit, but also projecting forward what I think how it's going to look more this year. Who did you who did you rank for the Chargers? I did. I ranked Tyrod. So I ranked Herbert. I, ha- I had Tyrod on there at first and I said, man, you know, maybe he starts four or five games, but I got to believe that eventually that team's not going to be great. So I got to believe eventually. So that'll be interesting where you put that. So for, you know, obviously Andrew Luck fell off the list, right? Um, Yeah. You know, he was, he was on my tier. He was in my tier one last year. So, so he's gone. So that obviously opened up a hole for somebody who was not in tier one to, to move up there. It's probably not the guy that you think it is. Um, you know, Winston, Mariota, they're now backups. I don't know. Mariota may end up actually being a starter. Who knows? Uh, Josh Rosen, where, the, where, is, where is he right now? He's not in Miami. He's, who did he get traded to last year? Where, where he, in the he, world is Josh Rosen? Did he get traded last year? From Miami? No, he got traded to who, – who, who, who drafted Josh Rosen? Arizona. He got traded to Miami. He's he got still traded to Miami. He's still there for the time being. Oh, horse shit. Who's starting? Hold- Fitzpatrick? I would imagine. No, Tua. That- Tua. Where the, where's Fitzpatrick? There's another one. Where's Fitzy at this year? Is he still in Tampa? <laughs> that's, that's the, you know, your goat is down there. Oh, don't you worry. We will discuss him. Uh, we don't, I mean, we really don't have to. We talked to him about enough on this podcast. He's still with Miami. They're all three still there. So Rosen, Fitzpatrick, and Tua are all in Miami? For the time being. I can't imagine. That, I mean, Rosen's obviously the odd man out. He got Rosen again. Um, he's the odd man out there. But I don't, you know, I don't know how it's going to happen. And it's just, you know, this with the way this offseason is, it's just shitty timing for him again. Like, maybe he's just not that good. I mean, maybe that's just the bottom line. I mean, I don't know. I still like to think that he's talented. I'd like to see him in a better situation uh, with a team that is putting resources around him. It's just the, the the first time that we're having this problem in a long, long time is there's just too many, too many, uh, too many asses and not enough seats. Currently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if that's the. I don't know if that's the case. I think, you know, not not to pile on to Josh Rosen least, here, but I, I'm not saying that every, all 32 teams are set at quarterback. More right. as all 32 teams have an option that they want to see play out. Except for maybe the Bears, but who knows what the fuck they're trying to do. I mean, they- after his sophomore year at UCLA, that he was fucking the next Andrew Luck, right? The next Peyton Manning. And he's just kind of kind of faded off into um, oblivion. Um, so the other two that have fallen off the list, obviously, are Flacco. I think Joe retired, right? Yeah, I had him 26 last year. No, he's he's with the Jets. I found that out today. Get the the fuck. What's he backing up? Darn. Wait, or is he the yeah. third stringer there? Yeah, uh, Joe is with the Jets. <clears throat> God, COVID, man. My quarterback knowledge is all over the place right now. 
And Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's obviously gone. Is he, he? He isn't on a team, right? He's with Dallas. What? He signed. He signed in Dallas like one year, one million. Flacco that's a signed. Good, that's a good move for them. Flacco signed one year, one point five for the Jets. And Dalton, I know, is in Dallas. I just don't know what the contract looks like. That's a good. That's a good signing for Dallas. Okay, so the guys that have then have, huh? One year, three million. Dalton got three million to be a backup quarterback. Yeah, two a two two million dollar signing bonus and a a million dollar salary. It's pretty. That's pretty good. So the guys that fell off: Luck, Winston, Mariota, Rosen, Flacco, Dalton. Um, all right. So who's in your tier one this season? All right. So last year, uh, just looking at it, I had two guys in the top tier: it was mm-hmm. Mahomes and Rodgers. Um, I can tell you right now, Rodgers fell out. Um, I was very bullish on Rodgers last year. I felt like he was going to have a good year. We'll get into that later. But uh, Mahomes stays in. He's still at number one. Um, And I added two guys to my tier one. Um, Number two is is Russ. I moved Russ up to tier one. Uh, I debated very heavily last year whether or not I was going to put him in there. Decided against it. Um, And this year – and then I did put Lamar in there. Now – I got Lamar in there. I mean, he's the, he's the reigning MVP. Um, but there's definitely reason to be cautious with this, okay? Just just real quick, I went over. He had a 9% TD percentage last year. There's only been five times that that's ever happened with nine or greater. And this is the, this is the way they followed up in that statistic. Watson did it in 2017 at 9.3, followed up with a 5.1. Rodgers in 11 with a 9, followed up with a 7.1. Ken Stabler in 1976, and granted, he only did it on like 250 pass attempts, uh, 9.3 followed up with 6.8, and then Peyton Manning uh, did it in 2004 with a 9.9, the highest ever, by the way, uh, and uh, followed up with a 6.2. Mahomes last year was 8.6. He fell down to five um, this past year. So there's just a lot of reason to sense regression there. He's not going to be able to pass like that. I I just don't think that – what he did is just very unsustainable. You're talking about Lamar Jackson. Yes. The rushing, the rushing uh, production. I don't know if it's sustainable or not. I, I don't think we've ever seen one, uh, a guy like him besides, you know, Mike Dick, who was able to maintain uh, rushing, rushing performance until uh, his second stint when he was mainly just a passer and he was very good at it, had an MVP candidate year. And so we'll see. I, I mean, Lamar's obviously a very good passer. I just don't think that what he did statistically is maintainable, is sustainable. That's my tier one, though. Mahomes, Russ, Lamar, in that order. Okay. So, last year, my tier one was Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, and Andrew Luck. Obviously, there is some change there. I have one different person in my tier one. My tier one is still in the same order. Aaron Rodgers – Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and the guy that moved up into tier one for me was Russell Wilson. He moved from five, or excuse me, from six up to four. Um, I can't believe you saw Rodgers up there. Yeah, I, I, he had a bad year. I mean, I, I think that he's still – you got to take a look at guys who have who have won championships, who have done it with multiple personnel, um, who have elevated their teammates around them 
to win versus being a, a, a product, an unproven product of a system. Um, I, I, for me, when you start talking about these tier one guys, they have to do it consistently more than one year, more than two years. And they have to do it with multiple personnel because that's the real test. Um, I think, you know, when you look at the guy that I have at number five, which is crazy, right? I, I moved Pat Mahomes in a number five. So he's at the top of my second tier. He's right out of my first tier. I moved him up. He was at number seven last year. He's, he, he had a, you know, he did it. He did it for another year. He obviously won a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't, I just, I, we'll see, you know, we'll see with Pat Mahomes. I think he has the potential to be in tier one, maybe, and give, give him what, two more. What more, what more do you need to see? Like, what would he need to do this year to like. So to be in my top 10 next year, or excuse me, to be in my top tier next year, one of the guys in the, in the first tier would have to retire. I mean, okay. Um, you're just not going to get moved out. Um, unless, you know, there's, there's, that's how Russell Wilson made it, right? Andrew Luck retired. Um, I, I, I think we'll see with Pat Mahomes now. I think this is interesting, right? He just got the big contract. You know, those locker rooms, they're interesting places, man. Guys want to get paid. And when they see guys start getting paid, they want their paydays to come. Guys start getting jealous. Um, you not see the social media reaction from all the, the Chiefs guys? Oh, yeah, man. Social media is just a fucking... They were- they were all I'm oh yeah the, the players they were all as happy as Pat was mm-hmm. yeah I'm sure they were we'll see and the thing is the thing is about that contract is it's not it's not great for Pat I mean he he left a lot of money on the table he left yeah a lot. I saw the breakdown uh, on a yearly basis that thing starts getting real gaudy in year seven year six or year seven he goes up from about 26 27 million it starts about 26 27 million a year and then it jumps up in year six or seven to like 47 million dollars you know let's let's say by then the caps at 190 and what's it at now about 170 let's say four or five years you know six years from now it's at 190 million I mean, he's making 30% of your cap. So, um, we'll see. By then he'll have a new con- by then he'll have a new contract. He's he's not he's not playing this thing through. There's no Probably. more dead. There's no more dead money. Um, well, actually, there's four million in dead money in 2023, two million in 2025 or 2024, and then there's none in 2025. He'll he'll have that thing renegotiated because. Uh, he just, it's just, it was just, I think he wanted that biggest contract in sports history and then he'll play it out. And then, you know, in, in three or four years, he'll, he'll renegotiate. Yeah. He moved up. He moved up on my list. Okay. So I think that's, that's progress. Um, I, the, 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 you know, th- that's progress. So let's talk <laughs> about who, who are the guys that moved up the most for you last year to this year okay obviously uh Lamar I went back and looked and uh pretty pedestrian rookie year but I had him ranked 27th um last year after after his rookie season and obviously moved up all the way to three that was the biggest mover for me um 24 spots you know be near impossible to move any farther than that uh the second biggest guy for me was uh Matt Stafford um, I had him ranked 19th last year. Um, 
this year, I have him ranked eighth. He was fifth in completion above expectation. He was fourth in DVOA and sixth in QBR. Uh, just another guy that we talked about last year who was perennial, perennially, perennially underrated. Um, <clears throat> just very good all around. Um, had 6.5 touchdown percentage last year. <clears throat> Two fourth quarter comebacks. Just, you know. I, I just think uh, – and also a 9.1 AYA, which had him ranked two in the, in the league last year. I just think that he's pretty underrated. Yeah, look, I talked about how underrated I thought Matt Stafford was. I talked about how much I liked him. Um, he actually moved up quite a bit for me too. I mean, not quite a bit. He moved up four spots. I had him at 13 last year. He moved up to nine. Um, so we're pretty, see, we're pretty close. Yeah, we're pretty close there. I mean, I think you and I saw the same things there. I mean, look, Matt Stafford, again, that's a guy that, you know, I think a lot of people thought when Calvin Johnson retired that he was just going to sort of fade off and, and be a non-factor. And I think he's continued to, look, that's a bad franchise. It's a bad team. But, you know, he, he's a fun player to watch. I really like Matt Stafford. Um, other guys that moved up for me, Cam, actually. I moved Cam up. I, I, I think Cam's going to be healthy. I like this hungry Cam. I think he's doing a little bit too much social media. But I do like, you know, the dog Cam and all that. Like, that, that's entertaining to me. We'll see. I, I think they have a – you know, I, I'm, I trust in Josh McDaniels and that Patriot system. So, I moved him from 11 to 7. So, he so moved I'd up. From twelve to to fifteen, but he he's in a group from from twelve to fifteen that are kind of interchangeable for me. Yep. Uh, I, I, just in that group, I had Jimmy G, Cousins, and Ben all in that group at twelve to fifteen. So you're so so you moved him down a, a few spots. Yeah, I did. I, I, but I I, I mean I'm, I wouldn't argue with you where you where do you say you have him eleventh? No, I moved yeah. him from eleven to seven. Oh, seven. Yeah, seven's a little stiff, but uh, that's where I have Rodgers currently. I know we touched on him a little bit, but he had ninth, he, ninth in PFF grade. This is Rodgers, 13th in DVOA and 20th in QBR. Um, Rodgers just – he just – he it, it looks like a, sl a slow and steady decline here over the last several years for Rodgers. Um, Man, that's a new coach. It's a new system. That coach is trying to put his stamp on the organization. I think he's pushing back on Rodgers and, and not really allowing him to call the types of things that he wants to call. Those, I think there's a lot of that going on. I think we'll see that change a little bit in year two. Well, he may not need to because, uh, you know, he drafted his guy. So, Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see Jordan Love in 2020. Um, another – I want to talk about a couple more guys that I had moved. Yeah, I got up. a couple more too, but, yeah, go ahead. Um, Watson. You know, Watson's another guy that moved up a lot for me, a lot relative. He moved from 10 to 6. So, basically, if you look at my tier two, I got Pat Mahomes, I got Deshaun Watson, and I got Cam Newton. I, to me, that feels like a strong tier two. Um, but the two biggest movers for me, Josh Allen moved up eight spots from 28 to 20. I think Josh Allen, um, look – He's inaccurate, but he is a big athletic quarterback. I think they're doing things with him in Buffalo to put the right things around him to make him successful. I think he's got an opportunity to make the playoffs this year, so we'll see. My biggest mover, just like you, was Lamar Jackson. I had him ranked at 30 last year. I have him, I have him up to 14 this year, right between Carson Wentz and Ben Roethlisberger. 
The tier with Carson Wentz and Lamar Jackson there at 13-14 is my question mark tier, right? I have it right between tier three and the old guys, the old guys being Roethlisberger, Rivers, and Cousins, right? So it's that question mark tier where these are guys that, look, I'm not going to get into the Carson Wentz thing. You know how I feel about him. He still didn't win a playoff game last year. He he wanted the, the probably the worst division in, in NFL history, going eight and eight. They couldn't win a playoff game. I'm, I'm not going to go any further into that. Lamar Jackson had a great year last year. They got the fucking shit beat out of them by the Cleveland Browns at home. By a six and ten football team, they got beat by three touchdowns. Um, good teams, that doesn't happen. You know, the Browns were not a good football team last year, and they, they looked like uh, AFC championship contenders last year against the Ravens the first time they played. So I need to – and Lamar Jackson was absolutely atrocious in that game. Um, so I need to see more. So you got a couple other guys that moved up a lot for you? Speaking of Carson Wentz, yeah, uh, I had him uh, – he, he was a big mover for me. I had him last year ranked, uh, ranked at 13th. He moved all the way up to five for me. So I got him at fifth overall in that second tier. Just to kind of run through my second tier, we're, we're, we're in total agreement on Watson at six. You know, I got Breeze, Wentz, Watson, Rodgers, uh, Stafford, Brady, Dak, and Ryan. So I added one guy to that tier. Last year I only had uh, – I had it uh, two through ten – or three through ten there. This year I got it four through 11 in that second tier. Um, you know, Brady is ADOT. We talked about I, – I stressed that a lot last year, how it was trending down three years in a row. He's actually up last year. Uh, but still only ranked 26 out of 33 qualified. Dak led the league in uh, in drops. He had the most drops by like nine. It wasn't really even that close. Um, should see a lot of that get fixed here. I mean, Amari is always going to be a guy that drops the ball, um, just the way it is. Um, just not a sure-handed guy. Uh, but adding a guy like C.D. Lamb, that's going to help. Um, <clears throat> and then Matt Ryan, I think we touched on – I don't think much has changed um, – on at least my opinion on him from last year. If you want to go back and listen to that, that's that's where you can find my thoughts on Ryan. People but, are uh, really high on Calvin Ridley this year as a breakout fantasy guy. And obviously if 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 Calvin Ridley's the the breakout wide receiver, stud wide receiver in, in fantasy football, that means Matt Ryan is 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 throwing the ball to him, you know, most likely. So I think there's got, there's a piece there. Dude, so yeah, with, with Julio and uh so yeah, I mean that that's that's my second tier. Um I don't really have have much else there but yeah i mean the wentz disrespect is just insane to me by but who by me by my co by my co-host he's he's never won a playoff game <laughs> i, I mean am i wrong do his teammates have anything to do with that have his teammates won playoff games has every I, single one of his teammates won playoff games except for him i'm talking i'm talking about i'm talking about the year he got hurt the year he gets hurt he was the mvp front okay runner. They plugged Nick fucking Foles in there and win a right. Super Bowl. So he'd right. have been we, – I, I, we can granted say he probably would have won one playoff game. Maybe. Last year, last year his roster was atrocious, not to mention they were the most injured, injured team in the league. I know they were in a poor division, but just getting to 8-8 eight eight with his horrendous roster was something to, to be proud of. Has he won a playoff game? All right, we'll, we'll talk more about it next I'm year. Just, will you answer my question? As, at, where do you where did you say you have Dak? Uh, I didn't. I have Dak at twelve. Actually, one spot ahead of Carson Wentz because Dak Prescott's won a playoff game. Where do you have Stafford? 
I have Stafford at nine. Interesting. And where'd you have uh, Deshaun? I have him at six. How many playoff games he won? Yo. How many He's playoff got, games? Have they remember. not won any playoff games? I can't remember. I think won they've any. won one. I think they won one two years ago. You know what? I think you're right. I think they did beat Cincinnati. But you know what? I think that was TJ Yates playing quarterback. Oh, horse shit. My point is this. Um, you know. He did one. He won one last year. They beat I know. Buffalo. Josh Allen. Oh, they, they beat Buffalo. That's right. And when that Buffalo, was a close game. Yeah, when Josh Allen fumbled it away. Um, what was I going to say there? Um, you know, you and Dan Orlovsky, um, you know, you guys, look, if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, which he did last year, and I, and I wanted him to stay healthy, remember? I said in our, pre, in, our, in our preseason special that I – our preview that I wanted him to stay healthy, play all 16 games. He did stay healthy, um, and they went eight and eight. I mean, I think that um, I hear they had. A, I understand they had a lot of injuries, but that division was so terrible. You had the Giants yeah. and the Red. Hold on, you had the Giants and the Redskins both picking in the top what four, three. Um, that should be four wins right there. Like, man. I, I need to see I he he is a question mark at 13. I ha, I would rather have him as, as my quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think that says a lot. Um not really cuz I'm not I'm not really high on Lamar Jackson, but uh you know, we'll see. The guy can move up. That's we do this every year that he's he's not cemented at 13. Four game winning drives for those eight wins by the way. That should tell you a little bit of something about his roster. Anyway, moving on. Who's your biggest fallers besides the guys that fell out? So the biggest faller is uh, – I already mentioned his team earlier. Uh, this is uh, one mentor, Mitchell Trubisky, who dropped from 18 last year where I had him to uh, 32nd this year. Um, dropped him to the bottom. Look, he's probably only going to start a few games um, before he gets taken over by Foles. I think that uh, – he may not start think, at all. He may not. He may not. I think um, I think they made a huge mistake trading for Foles when they had Cam out there. They could have went and got Andy Dalton, any, any one of those guys. But Where do you have Foles? I don't because I have Trubisky. I just did the starters. So I did 33 guys because I – similar to last year, I did Danny Jones and, and Eli. So I did 33 both years. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I had Foles 20th last year. Um, just taking a look now, I'd probably have him somewhere around 20, 20, 31. 25th. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, nothing, nothing to write home about. Um, but uh, uh, my, my second biggest follower would be Baker Mayfield. Had him in Tier 2 last year at 8. He dropped down to Tier 3 this year at 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, think that he got piled on a little bit um if you look at most of his numbers they're they're anywhere from you know 19 to 24th or 5th which is look it's not great it's terrible um but he's he was basically a middle of the pack towards the bottom of the middle of the pack as a quarterback um after having a year where he was at or near the top 10 in most statistical categories his rookie year um lots going on there for him but uh he was a big faller for me and I am projecting a little bit. I mean, seventeen is higher than than where he fin- where he finished the year, certainly. Um, but 
I am uh, taking in a little bit of account of better situation, uh, better play calling. And, uh, you know, they added some weapons. They added some more weapons. They might lose one here in a, in a trade with Njoku, but that's where I got him. He loves Cleveland again. <laughs> he always has. He just tweeted that. He and didn't say life. anything about the Browns in that tweet, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves Cleveland with all his heart. You got anybody else? Follow- yeah, one more just uh, wanted to touch on. Um, Rivers, uh I dropped him from seven. I had him at seven last year. And you, you talked a little bit about these old guys. I dropped him down to 19. Um, that's, and he's only, that's a deep, that's a deep drop. I only have him that high, honestly, because of, of where he landed. Um, I'd like the weapons in Indy. I love the offensive line. They're another team that's going to try to run the ball with, uh, you know, they drafted uh, the kid Taylor. from Wisconsin second round, I believe. Jonathan Taylor. So Taylor and, uh, and Mac, um, they're going to run the ball, so he's not going to have. He's not going to be asked to do a ton. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means for him uh, personally because it was bad last year. It was just not good. Um, but how about you? So I got four guys specifically that I want to talk about. You know, look, you talked about Baker. I he, I had him at eight last year. He, you know, he dropped all the way down. Uh, actually, he stayed in tier three for me. So he dropped from eight to ten. I have him living right between Matt Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield was sacked 40 times last year. Um, look, and not all of those were his offensive line fault. I mean, you and I watched enough of those games to know he was very indecisive. Uh, he would do that stupid thing where he would, like, like wind up to throw the ball, and then he wouldn't, and then he would end up getting hit. But I think a lot of that had to do with the coaching staff, the preparation, the way they were preparing, not calling plays that they practiced throughout the week, you know, uh, not utilizing personnel the way that they were supposed to, not utilizing Richard Higgins. Um, you know, there was just a lot of things that I think happened there. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about guys that, you know, I think could fall. You know, I, I think he's definitely a guy that you could continue to see fall. I mean, this is a – look, it's not a make-or-break year in the sense that if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't do well, he's going to be playing for the Argonauts, right? But I think that um, I, I think that it's a make-or-break year in the sense that, you know, this is year three now. Um, obviously, it's another new coaching staff and all that, but I think there's just a little bit more stability around him. There's stability organizationally. Right. So I think there's some things that 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 have that 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 should help him trend in the right direction. So he dropped from eight to ten. Rivers was a big dropper for me. You know, I I had Phil I had Phil at five last year. You know, I'm I'm really big on Phillip Rivers. I really have always been a fan of his, but he dropped down to 16 for me. He's in that old guy tier right in between Roethlisberger and Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins isn't really an old guy. I don't even think he's 30, right? But he's been around for Look, if he's if he's thir- he's like if he's in his thirties, like he's like thirty one, right? Like he's he's still relatively a young guy, but you know he he, he's, he seems to me like a guy that drives a conversion van. Like I don't know, so It'll be thirty next month. Good call. Yeah, so yeah, I mean he's still a relatively young guy. I mean they drafted him the same year they drafted RG three. Remember in the later, so you know you got Rivers dropping from five to sixteen. He dropped eleven spots. A big dropper for me, nine spots, was Jared Goff. I had him at 16 last year. I dropped him down to 25. 
right in between Justin Herbert, who I put at 24, and Sam Darnold, who I have at 26. We all know how I feel about Sam Darnold. Look, we all know how everybody feels about Sam Darnold except for Colin Cowherd. So, um, you know, to have Goff right with him in, in that in that grouping um, is pretty telling. You know, I don't – I'm not counting Jared Goff out. I'm not saying that he can't turn it around and have a good year and, you know, maybe creep his way up back up into the, into the high teens. But I think that's the guy that he is. You know, I don't see the Rams going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think that their window is kind of closed a little bit. The Sean McVay – you know, love fest where guys that he had, you know, that he had interviewed were getting job, head coaching jobs, other places. I think that's kind of over. And the last guy for me is Mitch Trubisky. I got, we're, we're fully aligned there. I got him at 32. He's the worst. He's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think it's even close. I have him, I have him right behind Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. Um, I think that, um, and what's with all the love for Drew Locke? Have you seen that shit? Well, I'll talk to you about it in a minute. Okay, let's get into that. But, like, I mean, let's just be 100% honest. Like, look, Mitch Trubisky, two-time Mr. Ohio. He's from, you know, your, your wife's mom lives in the same town that his parents do, right? She, uh, Bridget's mom lives in Menor? That's right. Yeah, so, like, you know, I grew up 10 minutes away from Menor. Uh, my Aunt Lori lives right by Menor High School where, where he went to high school. So, it's, you know, he's, he's a hometown guy. You know, I root for him. Root. I, I have rooted for him, but the reality is this. He cannot throw left, period. He has no accuracy to one half of the field, and, you know. Newlander. It's, it's – um, I don't think we need to spend any more time on it. I mean – Yeah, we, I we just – I like, I like to call the, the – I like to call out that he can't throw left because it's just it's, – it's shocking to me that a guy could, could start as many games as he have and have that big of a deficiency. So – um, but there, um, just to touch real quick on Goff and Darnold, I had, I had Goff 16 last year, dropping to 20. Um, I still think he's in that second tier, I, but I think he's, he's definitely going to be a guy that you're, I think you're right. I think that's kind of who he is. I don't think that he has much of a chance to move up from there. I think that's just who he, I just, I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Uh, same with Darnold. Um, I, I remember I went, I went kind of hard last year on Darnold, his last four games. He looked, he looked good. He had a 64% completion percentage, six, uh, six to one touchdown ratio in those last four games and an AYA of eight, which is, you know, really, really, really good. Um, I, I just, I just don't get it with him. So I dropped him down from 21 to 26 into that, into that third, uh, I'm sorry, fourth tier. You got um, Darnold at 26. Yeah. We got him at the same spot. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I heard you say that earlier. So, but um, this is a good, this is a good, uh, a good transition here. Um, there's a couple of guys, when you mentioned Drew Locke, there's a couple of guys that I'm seeing a lot of love for that. Like, I don't really understand. Um, <clears throat> let's, let's just start with Locke since that's where we started. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what the name that came up. Like, first. I don't get it. I saw somebody have- trying to think like Phil Steele or one of these, like, like guys that are known for ranking. I mean, I saw somebody have him as like a top 10 quarterback. Hey, where, where you have him? I have him at 31. Oh, I had a Daniel Jones and Mitch Trubisky. What the, I mean, give me a fucking break, man. Like, I fucking get, first of all, don't tell me because he's got Cortland Sutton that he's going to be able to, like, 
he, he it ain't, they don't, and it's not going to make him Peyton Manning. So they got to, they got to, they got to wash. Had, they added Judy. Um, okay. They, they added they, Judy. Rookie wide receivers very, very rarely do well. He, they, he's got a washed up Melvin Gordon. Like, look, I, I see. I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this. I, I do like, I do like the weapons. I like Judy. They get, they drafted uh, the kid from Penn State, that KJ Hamler, yeah. and then kid from Penn State a few years ago, Deshaun Hamilton. So they got they got a nice four receiver set there. Um, they got a true X in Corton Sutton, and they can stick Judy in the slot where he'll be able to thrive, especially as a rookie. Uh, the, the tight end is great, and like you said, Melvin Gordon, whatever, Philip Lindsay, don't really care. Um, but like just looking at what he did last year, um, and I've seen this talked about a lot uh, for some reason. I'm, I'm not I'm not like totally sure, but um, it was uh, God damn it. Uh, fourth quarter comebacks or game-winning drives. I can't remember which one it was that he actually had some good ones, but it was just like, you know, some of those were in games that were not great. He had two fourth, two four, two game-winning drives, one fourth quarter comeback in the what five games. The fucking Chargers. Yeah, it was in the five games that he played, but uh, he had a seven point one average depth of target or air yards per attempt, which is thirty third out of thirty seven quarterbacks that took twenty five percent. So, not great. Um, would have been 37th, one spot ahead of Mason Rudolph had he qualified for a PFF grade. Um, 31st to 35th in QBR, right between Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. Um, DVOA, he fared a little bit better at 21 um, of the 35 guys that did qualify. Again, he did not qualify for this. So, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, I, you know, I'm not a huge film guy, but I did watch him play a little bit. I, I just – I don't get it. I mean, well, you you hated him coming out of Missouri. To me, it was more about it's more about the weapons. Um, he does have he does have a great arm. He didn't make terrible decisions. Um, let's see here. He only had three picks uh, with a one point nine interception percentage, which is just pretty good. Um, I, I just I don't I, I don't know. I just I just didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get why he's getting this kind of love and what what people are seeing in him. Um, but go ahead and speak whatever you got on him. I, I don't have, I did. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I don't get the Drew Locke love. I mean, he's, I mean, what's, what are his measurables? You got some measurables on him? I mean, he was yeah, he, he like 6'3", 220 he, maybe? 6'4", 230. He's a big guy. Okay. I mean, so he, he does have a little bit of size. I just, you know, whatever. I, I said it. I don't, I don't see a lot of weapons around him. Uh, they got, they have a defensive head coach. They're, I, I don't know. Who, we'll, what disagree, other we'll, we'll disagree on the weapons, but but yeah, definitely. I just I I, I agree though. We, we I don't get it. And another listen, one, just I, be hold on because you wrote a fucking blog on Court and Sutton like four years ago or five years ago. Doesn't mean that he's like fucking Julio Jones. Okay, I didn't say he was Julio Jones, but he is true. He is a true X receiver, which is very rare in the NFL. You don't see many of those. And he's one of them. Now I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying he's Julio Jones, um, but uh, no. What other quarterbacks? What other quarterbacks? Don't you? Are you? Are you that you're throwing in that Drew Locke territory? I have one other that's getting a ton of hype. Um, that uh, I want to talk about. Um, who kind of who kind of fits a little bit of the, this Baker mold? Um. Cortland Sutton had an 1,100 yards last year, by the way. Um, <clears throat> is Kyler Murray? I like. I actually have him 
ranked in that third tier right behind Baker, um, mainly because his rookie year wasn't as good as Baker's. Um, and I'm just hearing a lot of people talk about, look, I like Kyler. I have, like I said, I'm ranked 18th in that third tier, 35th of 39th in adjusted completion percentage, 30th of 37 qualified in air yards per attempt, but he was 13th in deep ball accuracy, which leads me to believe that he can improve upon that a little bit. Um, 21st DVOA, 15th in QBR. I, I think that like, if there is going to be a guy that has a, a Baker like slump to go from that first year to the second year, um, like we saw, it's it's him because he's being talked up, and I just he's not anywhere near those numbers that Baker was as, as a as a rookie. But he's being talked about better than Baker was uh, coming coming into his second year. Now, granted, he does a lot with his feet. He is in a much better situation. They just added DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he's got a much better, much much better play caller and a much better system in place. Definitely more stability. Um, and he's much more obviously gifted and natural athlete than Baker Mayfield. But that, I mean, I, those are the two, the two guys for me that I'm like, and I like, I like Kyler. I just don't get it. Where, where did you have Kyler last year? I did. He was a rookie last year. So I, I didn't have him. You didn't rank him at all. No, I only ranked the guys that were projected to start. So I ranked him at 23rd last year. Yeah, I didn't have him. I so I last year I had him right between Darnold and uh, Derek David, whichever car it is, and in for the Raiders, it's David Carr, right? Um, I moved him up to twenty one. I have him Derek. right between, huh? Derek Carr. Actually, I had him twenty ninth last year. I'm sorry. So you did rank him. So I was a little higher on him last year than you were. So where do you have him this year? Eighteen. So you're a little higher on him this year than I am. I I moved him up to 21. I have him right between Josh Allen and uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, I uh, look. I like that they signed DeAndre Hopkins. I like his system. He's but you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I would have said. I think he's a guy that you could very easily see have, um, you know, a, a, a Baker style slump. Um, that team's going to be playing from behind a lot. So, you know, he, I think he's going to rack up numbers from that standpoint. Um, and they're a sexy pick among people that, uh, you know, I just – I see a lot of similarities except for the fact that they're structured a lot better than Cleveland was last year. But I see a lot of similarities between the two. And, you know, I, I'm not hearing a lot of the negative. Uh, they're, about they're either the worst or the second worst team in their division. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, we agree. Um, I mean, I, I, I'll i say this. I didn't rank the rookies. I have Burrow and Tua at 30 and 31, respectively, but that's more of an NRNR TVD. Um, but I do have them projected to start. I did rank the rookies. I did last year, too. You know, I, I ranked Haskins at 21. Last year, I ranked – um, Murray at, at twenty three. You had Haskins this year at twenty one. No, this year I I dropped Dwayne down a little bit. I dropped him down to twenty three, right in between Tannehill and Herbert. Um, but in terms of the rookies, I I, I have Herbert at twenty four, so he's right at the top of my bottom ten. 
which is the which obviously is the last tier, and then the tier in between the old guys and the bottom ten is one, two, three, four, five. It's six guys, and I have it labeled young guys slash need to see more. That's obviously why Tannehill's in there. I need to see more from Tannehill, but I actually have Burrow and Tua at the top of that tier. Right. So I have Burrow at 18. I have two at 19. And then you have Josh Allen right there at 20. Um, You know, and the way that I made those decisions is, I mean, look, I haven't I haven't seen Burrow into a play. So this very you know, this is going out on on a leap of faith here. But I think I did pretty good with the rankings on. Haskins and Murray last year I mean I had him at 21 and 23 I mean you got to imagine that they're not going to be like the worst guys obviously Haskins had a terrible terrible but that's just the, the a result of that whole organization so you know I look at it like if I had an option if if I could have Burrow to Allen or, or Murray Kyler I would want Burrow or Tua over those other guys to start my to start my franchise so Burrow to a Kyler and Allen. So I so if you look at 18, 19, 20, 21, it goes Burrow, Tua, Josh Allen, Kyler. So Kyler's actually the last one. Then you got Tannehill in there, and then you got Dwayne Haskins and, and Justin Herbert. So that's sort of 18 through 24 there. Um, I agree with Burrow. I, I want Burrow of those four. Probably Kyler, too, and then Tua, and then Allen. I just, you know, again, I, I think Josh Allen, what he brings with his feet, he brings a very, um, you know, Cam-esque dynamic to it where you know he's going to probably rush for seven, eight, nine touchdowns a year. And I think that that makes him, you know, dangerous, especially when you get down in the, in the green zone there. Um, that's, what Tom, that's what Tom calls it. Um, t- Tommy. Tommy calls it the green zone. Um, so, you know, so I think that, uh, you know, he's a Michigan man, right? You know that. Uh, so I think it's important that, uh, you know, I mean, Ohio state, (laughs) he did, he beat him. I think he beat him three times. I think he beat him 11 (laughs) times. Actually, I think he beat him. I think he beat him 11 (laughs) times. Um, uh, so anyway, so who who do you think were the two or three guys that were the toughest for you to rank? Like, who are the guys you were like, man, where am I going to put this guy? Baker. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no doubt. That's head and heart. Uh, I just wasn't sure. I was not sure how to, how to project him. Um, Stafford was a guy who I, who I probably, uh, you know, I went back and forth a few times. I had him as low as 10 and I think I ended up with him at, uh, at eight, like I said. Um, and, uh, you know, my top tier was pretty was pretty easy. I mean, I knew that right off right off the rip who I was going to take there. Breeze is another guy. I, I feel like I had him fourth, um, as I mentioned already. I feel like maybe it's a little too high. Rodgers was a tough one for me. Stuck him there at seventh. Just just not sure what it's going to look like going forward. Um, and then your boy, your boy Tommy. Um, when did you with, have Brady land? What like nineteen or something? No, I I ended up with him at ninth. Um, between Stafford and Dak, okay. one behind Stafford and uh, I made that move right before the show started, seconds before. I, you know, I might have been doing it as you were doing your intro. Nice. Uh, you know, Baker was tough. Lamar Jackson was really tough for me. Um, you know, I kind of I, I wasn't really sure. I told you I <laughs> I forgot to put Dak Prescott on the list, so I had went back 
because I put Foles and Trubisky on there. So I went back and I had to kind of find a spot for him, which was tough. Um, Where'd you end up? Dak. Yeah. I put Dak 12. at 12 between Garoppolo yeah. and Wentz. The other guy that was tough for me, believe it or not, was Teddy B. Um, I ended up Where putting Judge Water up? at 27 right behind Sam Darnold. Um, yeah, I'm 20. You know, we'll see. that. <laughs> I have 24, two spots ahead of uh, Darnold. You know, Matt Rule, you know, I read an article a couple days ago that kind of highlighted when he comes to a place, they generally get worse before they get better because it's sort of his his model and they kind of tear it down. And so I think it's going to be a really – huh? That's his guy, though. I think it's going to be a tough year. His guy is uh, – Justin Fields or, or uh, what's his name? Ronnie Bass, Sunshine, Sunshine down there at Clemson. Um, so so you're, forgetting about, you're forgetting about man Trey Lance. Is that the kid from, from South Dakota or whatever? North Dakota State. Yeah. We've already got enough bums in the league from there um, that can't win. Um, what else? I think I'm out. I think we touched on just about everybody. I got Tyrod at 29. <laughs> you got and he's Tyrod? only there because Trubisky was reserved for 32. And I kind of punted the, the rookies at 30 and 31. So I put Burrow um, probably somewhere in the 15 guys I mentioned, Jimmy G, Cousins, Ben, and Newton. Obviously, you know, you're a year off um, at his age. And, you know, we know that now he's off alcohol and porn. So who knows what it's going to look like. Wait, who's off alcohol and porn? Big Ben. I, I buy the alcohol, but I don't buy the porn. <laughs> um, Tannehill was a tough one for me, though. Uh, I, I put him. At, I ended up putting him at you know, a spot ahead of Baker. Just his numbers last year are just so mind blowing, and I know that that's a small sample compared to what else he's put out there. But uh, I love that system, and Derrick Henry's coming back. I know they lost Conklin, but um, that line's still pretty good. And and I mean they're just they're going to run the ball. He's going to do thirty percent in play action, uh, which was the ninth highest, and he was really really good out of it. And he still maintained a 10.1 A dot, which was the third highest. He was also the number one in completion percentage above expectation, which means, you know, maybe some regression there. Um, Cause I've never really pictured him as that type of accuracy, but you know, if he can, if, if it, it, it goes back to more like Lamar stuff where it, it does feel a little unsustainable. So we'll see, um, you know, maybe I have him a little too high, but, but I ended up with him there like right in the middle of 16. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I thought they were kind of a year ahead of schedule, so it'll be interesting to see. It, it's tough when you when you can't sneak up on teams. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, okay, like the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. What uh, you got? Anything else before we before we shut it down? That's it. All right, you there? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Hmm. 
There you are. I, I think it's me. I don't think it's you. <laughs> I think it's my connection. So anyway, we had a little we had a little snafu there. This is this is this is coronavirus uh, technology at its finest. But uh, you know, thank you for for joining us uh, at WC Sports Pod. Check us out on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. You know, like us and subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, watch our videos. Uh, we will be back. Uh, our next episode, I believe. What are we doing next year? M- our next week, NBA stuff. Yeah, we'll get back in the bubble. Give you some picks. We got some NBA stuff coming up. We also have a uh, some crossover episodes coming. Uh, we're gonna do a Madden ratings episode that should probably be out that we're going to do with zero dark nerdy. I think that we're doing that tomorrow night. So that should be out in a couple weeks. And then uh, we got some video game stuff coming too. So, so be on the lookout uh, for all of our uh, upcoming content. You know, now that sports are coming back, we're going to, we're going to get back to, to pumping stuff up. Look, your boys, Liverpool took it to Chelsea today. Now, I will say this. The last two games, Chelsea hasn't started Pulisic. All right? Uh, They played – Huh? I saw he scored today. So they they didn't – so they played Man U a couple days ago. They didn't play him at all. Okay? They put him in today in like the 53rd minute immediately. Assist to Tammy Abraham. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a fucking – I'm an FA Premier League guy. Assist to Tammy Abraham, and then he scored a goal. Within about six minutes, he had an assist and a goal. Dude, he's the best fucking player on the field. Any field. I don't care who they're fucking playing uh, against. Yo. He was playing against the Premier League champs. He was not he's the best player in the field for his team. When he gets the ball, man, he floats on the water like Jesus, man. It's like whew. I'm a big, I'm a big ballistic guy. He ain't the best player on that field today. I promise you that. <laughs> it's coming. All right. The Polisic, the Polisic uh, phenomenon is going to be like the fucking Beatles in this country. You, you wait. So All a lot right. of good stuff coming. Be on the lookout. Uh, thanks for joining us. We love you guys. Enjoy your lives. Somebody suck me. <laughs>